Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perrigan and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perrigan, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. What's going on, everybody? Today, for the seventh episode of the It Just Means Less podcast, we have a special guest with us today. Today, we have the Noah Bryant. How are you, Noah? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Wells. I'm excited uh, to discuss some football today. I think it's going to be a really fun weekend ahead of us. I think we'll have some really close games, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, I completely agree. We got a lot of there's a lot of interconference games, Power Five interconference games this week, and we'll hope to touch on a few of them later. Um, Jacob, do you have any key cake takeaways from last week? I mean, what stood out to you? One word, prom. Coach Prom. I mean, defeated the odds. Would you say? I mean. Nobody. I, I mean, I know we didn't didn't have him or didn't have him in his team, Colorado, to perform well at all. I think we both had him uh, getting beat by at least twenty one. So I think he proved a lot of people wrong for sure. Yeah, I mean, speaking of being wrong and proving us wrong, last week uh, Jacob went fourteen and thirteen. He got me by one last week, and then I went. Or sorry, I Jacob went fourteen and three, and I there went we 13, thirteen and four, uh, outright. I was six and six versus the spread. Jacob was seven five. That brings our older, overall totals to overall wins outright. I'm eighteen and six, and so is Jacob versus the spread. Jacob's got me ten to nine. Or ten and nine to eight and eleven. However, I did get the, one of my super dogs last week. Last week, I got in, uh, Indiana covered the spread versus Ohio State. Shout out the Hoosiers. Um, Jacob ended up going zero and two. Hawaii just the the rainbows did not get it done for him. And the Wolfpack so, of Nevada sold. <laughs> well, you know, if we Jacob, if you looked at our our spread record, you might some, say we don't know ball. But overall, yeah, but our, I mean, our outright record was pretty good. So we're gonna try and uh, repeat that this week. Um, first game, first SEC game we have of the week is Vanderbilt, who is two and zero at Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest is one and zero. They set the spread at ten and a half. Um, I went back and forth on this game. I, you know, you just want to root for the SEC. You know, Vanderbilt's like the um, like the team that you just like to see win games, even though they never do, and all that. And you're like, oh god, Dandy Vandy almost had it. But I ended up. I'm going to pick Wake. I think Wake's going to win, and I think Wake's going to cover the game. Being at 10 o'clock Central is a little weird, but I think um, I think Wake's going to be able to get it done. What about you, Noah? Yeah, I had to uh, cave in to my bias. I've actually got Vandy pulling out this one. Uh, I think they eat their Wheaties early in the morning and they come ready to play. So um, yeah, I've got Vandy and Will Shepard. I think they surprised some people. What man? I wish I had. I wish I could say the same, Noah. But I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Wake just because the game's on the road. Um, I'm also gonna pick Wake to cover the ten just because it's an early kick. Um, both of what both of uh, Vandy's games have been at night. So just give give me give me Wake to win and cover. Yeah, I think um, Vandy played Alabama A&M last week. I don't think the game was. Um terribly exciting i think they struggled a little early but they ended up getting the job done so i guess that's all you can say um next is just a ball state who uh, lost to kentucky last week oh and one at number one georgia the spread is huge spread is 42 points um what do you think jacob does ball state cover the 42 or does georgia cover the 42 or does ball state find a way yes and yes no, Georgia's going to win and Georgia's going to cover. Um, you know, last week Georgia 
Georgia came out slow. It took them, I think, almost to maybe the start of the second half to get going. So I'm going to go with Georgia to win, but Georgia will cover this week. I think they fixed a lot of mistakes from last week. Yeah, that, I forgot. I think it was Lou Holtz that said the most improvement you're going to see on a team is uh, week one to week two, and Georgia's the, by far the most talented team in the in the in the in the country, in my opinion, right now. So I think they're going to um, fix a little bit of sloppy mistakes. Uh, you know, maybe they maybe at the end the second or the third and fourth team give a few points, but I think Georgia's going to go in and dominate. Noah. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Wells and Jacob. Um, I If I know anything about Kirby, I know he wasn't satisfied with their um, performance last week, even if they did end up winning big. Um, so I think I think Georgia wins handily. I think they they come out strong to start this one. Tough, tough start of the season, by the way, for Ball State to open with Kentucky and then Georgia. Yeah, I mean, I, they're making plenty of money off these games. No, I don't think they're complaining too much. <laughs> Um, next, we're going to have a Kentucky battle, Eastern Kentucky at their 0-1, Eastern Kentucky's 0-1 at 1-0 Kentucky. Um, I don't see Kentucky struggling at all this week. I don't, I don't know too much about Eastern Kentucky. There's no spread on this game quite yet. So for that reason, I think it's just simple. Kentucky's going to win. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Kentucky's going to win as well. Um, knowing there's no spread, I mean, it's easier. It takes the pressure off a little bit. But I, I just – I think even if there was a spread, I'd pick Kentucky to cover it. What about you, Noah? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I think Kentucky's the clear winner here. Um, I, I'm not sure there's a spread big enough for this one. I don't know much about Eastern Kentucky, so it's possible they could surprise me. But I, I feel pretty confident about Kentucky in this one. Jacob, you want to go ahead and introduce the next game? I think it's a sign from Alabama, Texas. I think it's game of the week. Um, you got number 20, Ole Miss, who's 1 0, going to number 24, Tulane, who is also 1 0. Ole Miss put up a 73 piece on Mercer last week, uh, covered that spread by a lot. The spread is Ole Miss 7.5. Uh, I was back and forth on this game. I didn't know which way to go, but what my ultimate factor was Ole Miss's offense. It's hard to score 73 points in a football game. And uh but I do think Tulane will cover the seven and a half. I think it's gonna come down to maybe like a touchdown or a last second field goal or something. I think both offenses shoot back and forth, but I think Ole Miss will ultimately win, but I think Tulane keeps it close. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um uh Tulane is interesting. They, you know, I don't know too much about the Green Wave. Uh, I know they beat Southern Cal last year, forty-six to forty-one in the Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl, yeah. So I mean, I don't know how much they brought back last year, but um, I think I think I saw some projections thinking that if Tulane could um wins this game and then you know is convincing through conference play, they could do like Cincy did a few weeks ago. I don't think that's going to happen, and for that reason, I have Ole Miss winning and covering this red. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to agree with you again, Wells. I, I think Tulane is a is a very talented team. They're about as good of a, a group of five team as you're gonna find, I think. And of course, um they had that big uh monumental upset last season against USC. And also I was looking at their schedule um earlier in the season, they upset Kansas State as well last year, who went on to be the Big 12 champion. So um lots of talent. Um they're a fun team to root for, but I think in the end, um Ole Miss just has too much firepower with Jackson Dar and Judkins. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even realize that they did beat Kansas State 17 to 10 at in Manhattan last year. 
but I don't. I feel like Ole Miss is. I don't know. I feel like Ole Miss might have a chip on their shoulder, and but at the same time, the you might be able to tune into the Ole Miss Mercer game. Uh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to watch murder. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much they did. They split the stats. Was it? I mean, was it one of them that Jackson Dart went at one that job and then started and played until it was a blowout, or if Spencer Sanders got in any? I mean, I would. I think I know. I think all three quarterbacks scored a touchdown. I, I don't know how true that statement is, but I think it was one of those things where Dart maybe went in. I know Dart started. Sanders maybe come. I think they're running different packages for them too. But I think Sanders probably came in, took over the reins. Probably I say 7 something like that, and then probably went out around fifty six seven something like that, and allowed uh, Allman right. Is it uh, no? It's Howard, right? Is it yeah, Howard? Luke. Uh, it's Walker Howard. Luke Altman's the starter at Illinois now. That's right. That's right. Looks like um, looks like Dart threw for three thirty four. Spencer Sanders then came in and threw for one thirty four, and then Walker Howard uh, pitch cleanup. It looks like. Yeah, so I think we're all in agreement that Ole Miss is going to the SEC is going to dominate and prove why it's a Power Five conference in this game. Um, next is a is a matchup that I think is going to probably. I don't know. I feel like this might be the most telling matchup of what uh, somebody's season is going to be this week is A&M um, at Miami. The spread is A&M uh, is favored by four. And even though Hard Rock Stadium is not, you know, doesn't really sell out for game days. It's not one of them um, prestigious environments. I think Miami is going to win. I think Miami is going to – I'm just not high on A&M. And for that reason that I'm not high on A&M, I'm going to take Miami to win. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, um, I went back and forth on this one a lot. Um, I feel like it's sort of a flip of a coin, could go either way. Um, and, of course, this was a very close game last year. Um, in the end, I think I've got to go with Texas A&M to pull it out. Um, I, I think that with their new offensive coordinator, I think they're going to be uh, much more disciplined and have a lot more energy to bring to the game um, than they did uh, a season ago. So I look for A&M to bounce back, and I think they are going to be a much improved team from last season. So I like A&M ultimately in this one. What about you, Jacob? What, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go I, – I was just like you, back and forth, didn't know, you know, flip of a coin – I'm ultimately going to go with A&M to win, and I think they'll cover the minus four. But it's kind of almost hypocritical of myself because earlier in the season, I think I previewed A&M at three and nine, four and eight, or six, maybe six and six, something like that. I may have chalked this one up as a loss for them. But I, I really can't remember, but I'm just thinking along the lines of Miami last year, lost to Middle Tennessee State at Hard Rock. So it's not really – I wouldn't consider Miami to have a home field advantage almost – so it, it seems like it's an easy place for teams to come in and win. And A&M handled their business last week against New Mexico. So I think I'm going to go with A&M to win and cover the four points. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's a toss up. I mean, I don't know. I, if, if you listen to the podcast from since we started, I've been crapping on A&M the whole time, and it's not going to stop tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next game is uh, Kent State. They're zero and one at Arkansas, who is one and zero. The spread is thirty eight Arkansas, which is a another it's another high number. But I, what do you think, Jacob? Go ahead and talk about what you think here. Oh, uh, you just you must have saw me typing because <laughs> the spread came out, or at least we saw it right before the game start, or right before we started the episode tonight. I'm gonna go with a hot take, and I think Arkansas wins. 
it's not the hot take. I think Kent State will cover the 38 just because I think it's a big number. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the score of last week's game was, Arkansas and who Arkansas, did they play with? Arkansas beat Western, Kentucky, uh, Western Carolina 56-13. to Okay, then I changed my pick. I'm gonna go with, um, you know, I'm gonna go with Arkansas to cover that 38. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Arkansas I th- wins. Arkansas covers. I think that's fair. I mean, I think to your point, I don't think Arkansas started out too strong. I think they had the first game jitters, but I think they ended up kind of dominate there at the end. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Arkansas wins and they win big. I think they they cover the spread easily. Um, Kent State struggled in in week one against a UCF team, and if they struggle to defend against uh, UCF, they're going to have a, a very difficult time stopping KJ Jefferson. So I think Arkansas wins handily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, you're right. I, UCF dominated them last week, so I think I think Arkansas is a better team than UCF. So no offense, Gus Malzahn, but I think. I think Arkansas is a better team, so Arkansas is going to win this game. Um, Big key to the game here is Pitt's tits. Oh, is that so? <laughs> yeah, that is so. That, <laughs> I'm going to stop myself before I keep going, so go ahead and introduce the next game for us. <laughs> um, Austin P. 0-1 at number 12, Tennessee, who was 1-0. Tennessee um, beat Virginia pretty good. They covered the spread, which both me and Jacob had last week. Um, There's no spread on this game yet. I don't there's no, I don't see no way Tennessee sleeps slips up in this game, so I'm going to take Tennessee to win this game. Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Uh, I think, I think the spread will probably end up being like a 38, 39, something like that. Either and if there was, I think it would be Tennessee to win big. Um, the only thing I can see maybe Tennessee starting a little slow. I don't know with it being quote unquote technically the first the home opener for them, even though they played the game in Nashville next last week. Um, I'm gonna go Tennessee to win and to win big. Yeah, I, I think Tennessee wins big. As much as it pains me to say, um, I, I think Tennessee is legitimately a, a very talented team. I think Josh Heupel's done a great job with that program in the last couple of years. So I think Tennessee's legit, and I, I think they blow Austin P out of the out of the water. So no, no real debate there. All right, Jacob, why don't you go ahead and introduce this next one? So you guys know it's the game of the week. Um, Texas, number 11, Texas comes to number three, Alabama comes to Tuscaloosa. Um, Alabama is the favorite and they're favored by seven. Um, I think Alabama wins. I've not not really decided if they're going to cover or not. Um, My main thing is I – if it wasn't for Quinn Ewers getting hurt last year, Alabama was dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not, I don't really want to be like an onion and just get chopped up all week, all weekend. But I think Alabama will win and I think they'll cover. I would say maybe the cover will come maybe in the fourth quarter if they pull away, you know, maybe, maybe get a score, stop Texas and score again, something like that. Maybe change the momentum of the game. But I think Alabama is going to win and I think they're going to cover. Noah? Yeah, I I think um I think this is gonna live up to the hype and and all in all aspects. I think this is gonna be a very close game. Um I and I think we'll learn a lot about both of these teams, regardless of what the outcome is. Um, we'll learn if Alabama brings their 
fierce mentality back from the the Alabamas that we know in years past, or if they'll um, be undisciplined and make a lot of mental errors like last year. And for Texas, we'll find out the big question if they're back or not, right? That's been what everybody wants to talk about. Um, I think Texas is back. I think they're a legitimate uh, playoff contender, but I do think Alabama wins with the home field advantage. Um, I think Milrow continues to prove the doubters um, wrong. I will say this, Texas does have a very good defensive front. Um, They have a very talented front seven. And if Alabama struggles to give Milrow time to throw the ball and give him time in the pocket, I think it will be a very long night for Alabama. Um, But I think think Alabama will make the plays when they need to and come out with the win and ultimately cover. So I was looking at the spread for last year, and when Alabama went to – what do they call their stadium out there? Anyways, when they went to Austin last year, the spread was 21 and a half, and Alabama ended up walking away from a one-point win. Um, last year's team had Bryce Young. I, no offense to Milrow, Bryce Young's the real deal. Um, but I still think Alabama's going to get the job done. I think Alabama is a more complete team. I think Nick Saban is going to have the team a little bit prepared than they were last year, and I just don't think – I think I just don't think Sark's going to have a good welcome back party to Bryant Stadium. I don't think it's going to be a complete blowout, but I do think Bama covers the spread. Um, but to Noah's point about uh, uh, Texas being a playoff contender, if they win this game, they don't. They only have two more ranked teams left on their opponent. They only play Oklahoma in the neutral site, and then they go um, Kansas State at home. So if you see, and if Texas wins this game. They can afford, in my opinion, to slip up for one of them other t- one game in conference play the rest of the year, and you will see Texas in the playoff if that happens. I mean, if I would say if Texas wins this game, what do they automatically jump up top at least top six? Would you say? Yeah, yeah, I think I need to see what happens. I'd say let's. I'm gonna say about seven. I'm gonna say seven. I was gonna say seven, but I figured with a with a win at number three, and also it depends on you know by how much as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean. I think yeah. there's. I think the main difference this year is Alabama's offensive line. I know Texas's defensive front seven, as Noah said, is is elite, but I think Alabama's offensive line is better this year than they were last year, and I I think it's going to be a different story. I think Milrow will have time to to in the pocket to run and if or to throw, and if he does have to escape, I think he can use his legs. I mean, he wants Texas commit, by the way, so this one's a little a little personal. <laughs> and I think too, I think the mentality, the mentality of this Alabama team is just much improved from last year. You know, I think the biggest win for the Alabama program was replacing uh, Pete Golding with Kevin Steele and getting Tommy Reese to re- replace Bill O'Brien. I think just from a culture standpoint, I think that was exactly the the type of people that Alabama needed in their program to to sort of refocus um, everybody and get them back to that Bama standard. Yeah, Bama, they started off a little slow last week versus Middleton State, but they ended up like coming on strong. I believe it was was a two or what was it? Yeah, fifty six seven. Was it a two score game right there when um Middleton State? I believe they were inside the the twenty. Bama's twenty five or twenty and something. Was it a turnover or something? Minnesota's they didn't get any points out of it. I, I want to say they missed a field goal. I think that was it. I think they did miss a field goal on. Pretty close, like on the 15 or something. Yeah, I think I called him a bum. I, just, <laughs> I think I want to say that was early in the second quarter. So, I mean, it wasn't like they were getting the breaks blown off of them then. But, I mean, Bama scored 14 in all. They were just consistent, scored 14 points in all four quarters and ended up sending Middle Tennessee State home back to the Murfreesboro, maybe? Murfreesboro, um, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, next game, next on the docket would be Middle Tennessee State again, 0-1 at Missouri. Spread is 21 in Missouri's favor. You were talking earlier about Ball State having to open up. Middle Tennessee State's got to do the exact same thing, Noah. So why don't you go in and tell us what you think about this game? Yeah, brutal, brutal getting stuck again with two SEC opponents on the road back-to-back. Um, however, I do think starting off with Alabama, you know, it can only go up from there for Middle Tennessee State, right? So I do think they come come back prepared for Mizzou. I don't think they they play well enough to win. I think Mizzou ultimately gets the the W, but I do think um, Middle Tennessee State uh, covers the spread. Mizzou uh, favored by three touchdowns. So I think Middle Tennessee keeps it closer than that. What about you, Jacob? Where where are you thinking? I'm the same. I'm the same way as you. You know, seeing them seeing them in person last week, they're they're actually a good football team. They're not, you know, they're not a they're not a bad football team by any means. It's just when you when you play Alabama at Alabama to open the season, you don't really have much going in your favor. Uh, the name Alabama really kind of scares a lot of people, and I think maybe that happened uh, last week. They're a good football team, so I think Middle Tennessee State's gonna cover the twenty one, but Missouri is gonna. I think they'll ultimately do enough to win it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going the opposite direction as far as the cover wise. Maybe it's me, like you said, y'all seeing them in person play versus me. I think I was watching South Carolina, North Carolina for most of the time. Um, Missouri's going to win the game. I, I don't have any um, doubt in my mind really on that one. Um, they covered last week when me and Jacob did the episode because I believe the spread was 25 when we recorded the episode. It was. And by the time the game kicked off, it had moved. So by yeah. our episode count, we, we got it covered. Right. So they had barely covered. But I, th- I think um, <laughs> I think I'm going to roll with them again. I think Missouri's going to cover the 21 points versus uh, Blue Raiders. Is that right? Blue Raiders? Yeah, Blue Raiders. <laughs> All right, Jacob, well, you, you want to talk about uh, the next one? Yeah, we go up. The next one um, – on the sheet is Grambling State at number 14, LSU. Both teams 0-1. Um, LSU was just a brutal loss to Florida State. Didn't really – they really just came out and it's almost like their car had two flat tires at the same time. They just didn't show up. Uh, couldn't get anything going, it seemed like. You know, didn't they drive the first possession of the game, drive down and didn't, didn't do anything from the, from inside the five? Am I right on that one? Yeah, I think they got set. Well, I think and then they, they got, got pretty early. Yeah, or I don't know. I just know. I just remember the, how the game started and not being able to, being able to capitalize on that when um, that first drive and scoring there. I feel like it'd be a long night. Let's turn it around. Um, Grambling State is no Florida State, so I think LSU will take care of this one at home. Uh, I think the game six thirty seven o'clock. Kick night nighttime Baton Rouge. That's all you need to know. Um, especially against an in-state opponent, it's not really like it would matter anyways. But we do have um, a bias to Grambling State. All three of us knowing Josh Darling playing for Grambling. So I w- I wish I could pick them, but I I, j- I just can't. I'm gonna go LSU to win. Yeah, you're right, Jacob. They went down there. They got to Florida State's one first and goal at the one. Um, they rushed for no game. Uh, Jane Daniels threw two incompletions and on fourth and goal, Jane Daniels got sacked for 13 yards. It's all the way back at uh, Florida State's fourth t- um, 14. And then Florida State went down the field and scored on that drive. Um, you know, I always like to say the, the quote, Grambling is swack, but they're not going to beat LSU this week. Um, they lost to Hampton 35 31 last week. 
And if they can't beat Hampton, they're not going to beat LSU. So if no spread, it's obviously going to be LSU in this one. Noah? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and keep in mind, too, what we have to remember is LSU was actually ahead of Florida State at halftime, right? They they went into halftime with a three-point um, lead, if I'm not mistaken, um, but then just looked like a completely different team in the second half. Don't really know what happened there, if they thought they had it won or or, or what. But I think whatever the matter was, um, I think Brian Kelly gets the team right. I think Jaden Daniels comes out to play. I think LSU looks sharp in this one. So um, I think LSU, you know, takes care of business against Grambling. But uh, NFL scouts be looking out for for Josh Darling for for Grambling State. He might, might cause some disruption in the passing game. One can hope. One can hope. Next on the agenda, we have uh, McNeese 0-1 at Florida. Florida was a little bit disappointing last week. Even though me and Jacob both had Utah winning, um, they 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 didn't rep the SEC good. What do you what do you think, Jacob? What do you what's going to happen, right? I think Florida's going to win. Um, thankfully, there's no spread because uh, I don't really want to pick that one just because there's so many uncertainty with, uncertainties with Florida. You know, the, I think the play that changed the game for Florida against Utah was when there was, what, four, four, fourth and two, fourth and three, and they were about to punt, and they had two of these two guys on the field wearing three at the mm-hmm. same time. Yep, I remember that. I, I think that really changed the game. Um, so – but I think this week's a bounce back. You know, having to start having to start out at Utah on a Thursday night, so that's a rough start to the season. Even though with Cam rising out, I mean, the backup, what was his name? Barnes. Well, they they, they played two. They played a. Uh, I want to say I don't remember the other guys. The name. guy that started, it was he was number sixteen, which whatever Barnes, his name, Bryson Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, um, dude was a dude was a dog. So, um, I think, but I think Florida will b- bounce back. I don't know anything about McNeese, so I don't want to speak on their name and and give them any any hate. But I think Florida wins easy. Yeah, I looked. I'm looking at Graham Nitz's stats right now. He was 31 for 44 for 333 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, but I think his QBR. I don't see his QBR on here, but I believe it was towards the bottom of the league last week. So, if you didn't look at his QBR, you you would be like, well, that's not terrible stats. But um. I think they're going to win a sloppy game this week. I think, I mean, I think Florida's going to win just because they're more talented, but I don't think it's going to be the, um, it's never going to be a game in doubt, but it's not going to be a pretty win. What do you think, Noah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think Florida state, I mean, excuse me. I think Florida comes out with the win here. Um, I think they bounce back at home against, uh, McNeese state. Um, and, you know, to be fair to Florida, I think Utah is a very quality team. You know, this is this is the same team um, a year ago who beat USC twice, right? So um, Utah is a very uh, formidable opponent. I think they have a strong chance to win the Pac-12 this year. Um, so hard to be too terribly hard on Florida for their loss, even though they look sloppy doing it. If you just look at the scoreboard, Um and not not a terrible loss for Florida. So I think I think they um, take care of business against McNeese. Next up, we got a game that I'm going to be in attendance for. Um, Arizona one and zero at Mississippi State one and zero. The spread for this game is Mississippi State's favored by nine. Um, last week, Mississippi State started off pretty slow versus Southeast Louisiana. Um, it was three to nothing after the first quarter, twenty to seven at halftime, but. Mississippi State ended up wearing them down. They ended up beating them 48 to 7. Um, much quality, a better quality opponent this week. Uh, Power five, Arizona comes to start Vegas. Um, but I think State's going to end up getting the win done and they're going to they're gonna cover. And 
yeah, like I said earlier, if you've been a fan of this podcast, you know I'm on the um, I'm on a well, I'm drawing a blank now. I guess I'm not on this train so now. What's the quarterback for uh, Mississippi State? Help me out, somebody. Will Rogers. Will Rogers. Good grief. I'm on the Will Rogers train. So um, I think that's why Mississippi State's going to win. Jacob. Yeah, I got um, the line actually went down one. I don't know if you said that or not, but I the, say the that. spread the spread went down from ten to nine, which makes it a little bit easier for my pick because I think 10 was kind of a big number when you got two power five teams playing. But I think um, I think State will win. I think they'll cover. Uh, the game is at what time? Seven? Eight? Uh, 6.30? Okay. Well, you know, nighttime, start Vegas. Give me uh, State. Noah? Yeah, yeah, I like Mississippi State here. Um, Mississippi State is not someone who's going to overwhelm you and look flashy, um, but I, I think they are solid and, and very fundamental. So I think Arizona keeps it close. I don't think Mississippi State is able to cover the spread. I think Arizona hangs, especially early, but I do think Mississippi State comes out on top. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got uh, Furman. Um. 0-1 at South Carolina. Look, I, South Carolina was very disappointing last week. I think they gave up nine sacks. Does anybody have this game even being close? I mean, I think all three of us have South Carolina winning. No, I don't. I don't have it being close. I think. I think Furman's. I, I don't know enough about Furman, but I know enough about Spencer Rattler and South Carolina. So I think South Carolina will win. I yeah, they big too. I, I think for me, same thing. South Carolina, big bounce back win. Spencer Radler gets it done. Um, no, no real question there. All right, next up, uh, it's going to be SEC Pac-12 after dark. Uh, Auburn is going. Both teams are one and zero. Auburn is going two cal. Spread is six six point five. Um, I was a little worried about how truck going across country um, across country is going to affect Auburn. I watched I watched the team leave today as they. Uh, Got on their flight heading um heading west um but I feel like Auburn is just gonna wear down uh, California I feel like Auburn's a more talented team I think we don't know what still yet if Jarquez Hunter is gonna play but if you looked back um Auburn had four running backs to a touchdown last week and um I think they're gonna be able to run through California so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Auburn to cover too go ahead Noah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like Auburn too. Like you, Wells, I was tempted um, to pick against Auburn here because of the jet lag and going across country. Came very close to doing it, actually. Um, but then I, I saw that um, that Cal's running back, um, Caleb Ott, I believe his name, has mistakenly decided to talk smack on Twitter or X now, I guess I should say, before the game. So that, that never goes well. They never learn. So I think Auburn answers uh, the bulletin board material in the locker room and, and comes out with the win and they cover. Give me the cow. I know I'm playing. Um, I think, <laughs> I think Auburn, I think Auburn wins and I think they win convincingly. Um, so they, I imagine you said they left today. Wells. yeah, they left about, they left the facility complex about for about two forty-five, three o'clock. Okay, I got you. Well, I think. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be close. I was, I was actually, I and it, it pains me to say this, but I was impressed by Auburn last week. You know, with so many uncertainties, um, just being able to score fifty-nine points is a lot. Especially, I mean, especially against a team that's one to know. I know it's UMass, but anytime you score that many points, it's an impressive showing. So I think Auburn wins, and I think they cover the spread. Yeah. Last thing on Auburn, as far as. 
an Auburn fan and being there the past uh, three years at Auburn, that was probably the most convincing um, win outside of the first drive for Mass, for Mass that um, I've seen as like as a team you should beat. Like as a buy-in game, that was Auburn's best performance by far. Um, we're getting short on time, but I want to do reach on to a prime time like we talked about earlier. Uh, Nebraska, who was 0-1 off the heartbreaking loss to Minnesota, right? Yeah, Matt yeah, lost just on the off. full big time, Big Ten football, thirteen to ten on the first game of the year. Just really big Big Ten football there. Uh, they're at number twenty two, Colorado, who is one and zero. Prime proved Jacob wrong. He proved me wrong. Uh, Travis Hunter's a dog. Uh, Prime son, Sherrod Sanders, Sh- threw Shadur. for like Shadur. All right. He, anyways, either way, he threw either for way. About, he threw for about 350 passing yards. So, um, the spread is only Colorado three. So I guess Vegas wasn't too um, impressed with that. But I think Colorado's going to win and cover at home. Yeah, I'll take Colorado to win and cover, especially since it's at home. Um, I'm really looking forward to another video on seeing Prime's uh, locker room speech. Might start using that. And anytime I walk into a room, might start saying, playing my theme music. If we had more time, we'd talk about what the, our theme music would be. Uh, yeah. Noah, you, <laughs> Stay tuned Noah, for next week. <laughs> your thoughts, Noah? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I didn't pick with y'all last week, but uh, Prime proved me wrong as well. I didn't think they would hang with TCU, much much less beat them. Um, so I was tempted to pick Nebraska. I thought Colorado might be looking forward um, to Oregon in a couple weeks, especially coming off a big win. But I I do know what I saw watching them last week, and that was they were a really sound football team with a lot of firepower on the offense. So I I like Colorado to win and cover. Yeah, um, the the, last thing on this game, Nebraska's defense looked fine last week, and Colorado's defense did not look as good versus TCU. And game scored in the 40s. But I think they're going to overpower. I think they're just going to outscore Nebraska because Nebraska won't be able to hang with them. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and jump into our Super Dogs. Um, I was yeah, well, t- let me one. let me let me intervene intervene real quick. Um, Gordo at Winfield. I know this is high school, but Gordo with a big struggle last week at Bibb County. I think two fumbles or two or three fumbles. Is either two fumbles, three block punts, or three fumbles, two block punts. Either way, and is wet, so fumbling the ball, you know, turning it over, uh, got beat. But this week, Gordo's favored by 14 and a half. I'm going to have Gordo winning, but I don't think they cover the 14 and a half. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was not in attendance for the game last week, Bibb County. Kind of glad I wasn't now, but I think 14 and a half is a, a big spread. But, you know, Gordo could be motivated after last week. But Winfield being 2-0, and I think Gordo will win, but I think Winfield will, uh, will be able to cover the spread. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a tough matchup. Uh, Winfield's a good team, um, and, and the ball control really sounds like it was a problem for Gordo. But I think I think the Green Wave loyal travel to Winfield, and I think they get the job done. But I think it's close. Um, so I I agree. I don't I don't think uh, Gordo covers. I I mean, sorry, sorry. I don't think. Yeah, you don't yeah, think Gordo covers I think, fortune? I think Gordo win. Yeah, okay, sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> I confused All myself. Right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and jump into Superdog. Yeah, I'm gonna try to spread through these. Um, so for my game that I have that um the team to cover the spread, I have Texas State to cover the 13 and a half versus um UTSA. TJ Finley, 
I hate to say this looked great last week and they're going to, they're going to be um cover that 13 and a half versus a uh, UTSA. And then I have East Carolina beating Marshall. East Carolina looked decent versus Michigan. They will lost only 30 to three. And for that reason, they're going to be, they're going to beat Marshall in the 2.5 spread. Jacob. Yeah. I, um, I think Jacksonville state is two and zero since joining the F- or joining the FBS. Uh, I think they're going to go to coastal Carolina and cover the 14 coastal Carolina looked solid at UCLA not great but not bad but I mean Jack State has Jack State opened up with UTSA right or was it UTEP 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 and then they won that one by three and then they won last week against Eastern Tennessee State so um, I think the Gamecocks will go to Coastal Carolina keep it close I may maybe not necessarily win but keep it within 14 and then I think UAB goes to Georgia Southern and beats uh, the Eagles Uh, UAB or the line was at five. Now it's up to seven and a half. So um, Vegas thinks opposite, but I think UAB goes into Georgia, or is it Georgia? Yeah, it goes into Georgia yeah. Southern and wins that one. Noah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for mine, I've got Purdue um, winning outright against Virginia Tech. I believe the spread is like two, two and a half. Um, Purdue coming off a. a Unexpected loss to Fresno State, um, but Fresno State's no scrub team. They're a talented group of five team that has surprised teams in the past. So I think Purdue bounces back um, this week uh, with a win over Virginia Tech. And then I also have App State, who um, played UNC extremely closely um, in a wild one last season. I don't think App State's able to win. I think UNC continues to do well. Um, I think Drake May continues to uh, throw the ball well and put up impressive yards but i do think app state is able to keep it close within that um 17 point spread so i think i think app state does a good job yeah that's not it's not a bad pick at all but um noah thank you so much for joining us we've appreciated you being here and um hearing your hearing your thoughts and opinions on college football like we all love um this has been episode seven right mm-hmm. yes this has been episode seven of the it just means less podcast we appreciate you guys appreciate you guys listening and we'll see you next week